0: You are now listening to The Boobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Ruby. Uh. Uh. I already had breakfast, so I'm like not, I don't have anything to eat. Uh, Mm. That does look like a tasty donut.
1: Well. Mm, Donut. Yeah, I think um, my favorite donut is um, the Old Fashioned, which I'm eating right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't take it with anything, just like I take it as plain as possible, but I have to have it with some coffee, which unfortunately I'm no longer drinking, guys. No, I'm not doing coffee. no
0: coffee. I'm off the coffee. I'm off the bean juices. As you <laughs> the bean. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what what and happened? Like, uh, is it just is it just bad for your GI or something? Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: yeah no, but I feel like uh, ever since I stopped drinking coffee, I've become a much more mellow and uh, calm person. Oh yeah, I enjoy. So there's some there's some benefits to it. Yeah, that's good. I'm sticking stri- strictly to tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tea is my new uh, my new thing, mm-hmm. Your new vice. Speaking yeah. uh, of uh, uh... tea and in the letter T,
2: Tim. Hey, it's me. This episode <laughs> is brought to you by the letter T.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> uh, and I also have some tea, some uh, Indian uh, loose leaf. Yeah, my sister brought that back from India
1: mm. when she went.
2: Oh wow, this is Indian ass tea then. Yep, mm-hmm. from the right from the source. Nice. Awesome. And I have a I have a donut too. It's um, it's brown. Kind of looks like a cinnamon sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's
0: in, my favorite too. donut.
1: Brown. I want to share one donut <laughs> anecdote that I have. I was uh maybe like two months ago at a at a at a Hearthstone uh, tournament in Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I stopped by because I was there early uh, at a place called Donut Prince. Okay. And this place is like I guess famous for having, like, celebrities stop by. Like, there was all these, like, autographs from celebrities. Like, I remember seeing, like, um, uh, George Lopez had, like, a picture with the owner, like, to give you a sense of, like, everything. Just the walls were just plastered with that. Ooh. But on the front of the building, they had this huge-ass sign that said, Don't get a divorce, get a donut. <laughs> and I just thought that was the saddest thing that I'd ever seen. Wow. All right. Does that sound yeah. legal advice? Do we know? Yeah, I mean... <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I think, I think if you get a donut, uh, you don't have to sign a prenup. Um, (laughs) and that, yeah, it just kind of works out like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Or if
2: you bring the judge a box of donuts, he'll approve your annulment.
0: Mm. -hmm. Um, I'll tell you guys, I, uh, I was actually, so for breakfast I had, uh, I had a delicious waffle made by my mother because I'm living at home. Woo! Hey, like we all up are. Up, up, up. Woo. Uh, uh, uh. woo! Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Um, recent college <laughs> <laughs> Um But I was I was li- I was gonna make waffles this morning, and then my mom came came and knocked on my door and was like, "Hey, you want waffles?" And it was like, living at home is pretty great. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of have to like subliminally message my mom to be like yeah i want i want breakfast yeah. pretty fantastic
2: uh, i just want to note for the listeners who can't see quentin uh has left his donut but it all he's like not eaten this the middle <laughs> the the, the, the hole if That's you what will you gotta eat it <laughs> he, you got it okay so he's like eating around the hole of the
1: donut yeah, so just, you know like old-fashioned hole. donuts they have like the like little like pieces that stick they're crackling yeah, like yeah,
2: the craggles—that's that, what they're called.
1: No, I, I don't know, know, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so yeah, you got to peel those off and eat those individually, and then you go for the middle. Oh, That okay. is that is my process. There's a process um, of eating an old fashioned donut. Okay.
0: So, I, like, Madison Staple uh, Greenbush donuts, which I'm pretty sure we've had on the show before. Um, but I like my favorite donut there, and my favorite donuts in general are, of course, old fashions. But they have a blueberry old fashioned, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I also pick apart my my um, old fashions, but I don't do it like from the outside in. <laughs> I do it like a, all the way around because mm. it's easier that way. And I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: well, guys, I don't really uh, care about
1: your donut opinions on my <laughs> old fashioned the way that I intend to eat plain them. old fashioned. <laughs> all right, but uh. What do we normally do on this podcast, guys?
0: Podcast, podcast.
1: huh? I think we
2: talk about movies about food.
1: Yeah, right. Is that right? That Catherine? sounds right. That sounds right. Yep. So, uh, which movie did we watch this guy? Uh, this which which guys did we watch this movie this time? Hey guys, uh, uh, we, we, we watched, watched Ty Burrell
0: and um, yeah. yep. uh, and Jennifer Garner in
2: Butter, Butter. And uh, until I watched this movie, I was convinced Jason Bateman was in it. Yeah, me too. I kept telling everybody, I'm going to watch a Jason Bateman movie <laughs> called Butter. Yeah, it seemed like he would be in a movie like this. He was in, in
1: Extract. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is another one. That's one a Mike Judge title. movie. Yeah. And it actually kind of has a similar plot involving a hooker and uh, bribery.
0: Yeah, oh. but I think Extract is, for me, significantly better. <laughs> At least. Um I don't know. It's been a while since I saw Extract. but I would like to see Extract. Uh, maybe we could do it for a few episodes. Maybe. Trips, so That's a good idea. I think they're both kind of meh movies. So. Yeah.
1: Okay. But yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves, guys. But right. Why don't we also share our initial opinions, uh, Jackson and Tim?
0: Not great. <laughs> um, it ended well, and I enjoyed the ending. But, uh, yeah, did not really enjoy the rest of the movie. <laughs>
2: uh, I say that I enjoyed this movie, actually. I watched oh. it with my brother uh Quentin and I uh before we started recording started- ta- getting into the things that the critiques we we didn't really like um all of them very valid and solid but uh I thought this was like uh, I don't want to jump ahead and spoil my uh my uh, rating but yeah i I thought this was like a funny light movie it's not very uh intensive mentally um you know just kind of turn it on i'm 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 mumbling right now, so uh let's move on. <laughs> All right, so uh, smash cut. It's a little, it's like, you know, it's a little... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, how would you spell that, Tim, for when I write this up yeah. in our review? Like, how do you spell that?
2: I think there's an H and an N kind of sound together. And
1: yeah, and like
2: a few vowels and a W. And a horse whinny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Mr. Ed. Tim, Mr. Ed. Yeah, that works. Yes, Tim. Are you just two horses in a trench coat? <laughs> you
2: got me. Two,
1: two
0: horses in a trench coat would be fucking huge, and you'd be able to see the majority of the horses. <laughs> yeah, it's like
2: two two uh, even ponies like in a human Shetland suit. Shetland ponies. Isn't yeah, that'
1: what they called. Yeah, you still have at least one full horse exposed to the yeah <laughs> Poking oh, out the fuck. back of the trench coat. Oh, I'm thinking know. of those, like, Budweiser horses, those massive... Oh, no, those Clydesdales? Those Clydesdales? <laughs> yeah, Clydesdales. <laughs> Two massive Clydesdales, like, standing on top of each other. Yeah.
0: That's, a, uh, that's a 30-foot man. Uh, <laughs> holy shit. Um, yeah, typically we don't, oh. we don't measure humans in hands, but that, that human is 30 <laughs> hands tall. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, Anyways, let's get into the plot of this, guys. Yeah. So as I, the aforementioned smash cut, we open to Jennifer Garner. She is uh, at a Make America Great Again rally uh, mm-hmm. in Iowa. No. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> she's if she's this movie basically
0: was... Sarah Palin in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: there you go. That's, that's a good way to put it. But we open up on a, a political rally in Iowa where um, I believe it's her husband – Ty Burrell, who's mm-hmm. running for governor or Congress or some sort of political yeah. party or something. She's at some political rally. And she's talking about how um, this is a story about uh, greed, blackmail, sex, and butter. And mm-hmm. uh, we're then introduced to Ty Burrell's character, uh, Bob Bob Pickler. Bob Pickler. And, and his, Laura Pickler. And Laura Pickler, played by uh, Ty Burrell and uh, Jennifer Gardner, respectively. And uh, Ty Burrell is known as Iowa's greatest uh, butter carver mm-hmm. who has carved some of the most iconic uh, Iowa butter carved uh, sculptures such as, Tim? Newt Gingrich on a horse. <laughs> Sh- shout out Tulane alumni.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, Schindler's List in butter. That one is the most upsetting one <laughs> yeah. by far.
1: They don't actually show it, but no. No. you you guys can, listener and viewer can... Imagine what it mm. looks like. No, they do show it. Okay. Yeah, it's, no, they're...
2: I think it's like three figures. It's like uh, a guy in the pr- one of the prisoners, like uh, a guard, a little girl, I think. Yeah, oh, and yeah.
0: the and the accents yeah. are in red, like the movie, and it's yeah, it's fucking oh, not ridiculous. Not yeah, <laughs>
2: um, life-sized, uh, a life-sized rendition of the Last Supper, um, that they called better than the original. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then. Something like, something that's, I I can't read my notes. It says Trey eating a girl. Oh, uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh,
1: oh, T-Rex eating a girl. Yeah, (laughs) That one I found funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I I guess what this movie is, in this opening scene is getting at is like, hey, isn't like the Midwestern suburbs like really weird and fucked up? Mm -hmm. You're going to get a lot of that (laughs) in this movie. And I actually was listening not too long ago to a Flophouse episode of um, Home Sweet Hell. Which is Jesus. a similar kind of movie, but it's more of a dark comedy and like take on uh, the suburbs, where Catherine um, Heigl uh, plots to kill like her husband's like uh, hooker.
0: Huh. And Fuck.
1: Uh, Elliot. Like a common Kal- theme going around here. Yeah, it, it, Elliot Kalin, basically uh, writer for the Daily Show and one of the co-hosts on the Flophouse said how. Uh, dark comedies and like critiques of like s- suburbia are some of like the weakest and like most boring comedies because mm-hmm. they're all kind of the same. And as yeah. I mentioned, like I've just like drawn a parallel between like this and two other like movies on like the same subject. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they're all kind of, you know, we live in a society, folks. You know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Who wants to take over for narration <laughs> or oh. start the plot? Oh, okay. it, it, Jackson and I watched this movie like two weeks ago, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've already kind of forgotten it. And I watched it again this morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so there is a, uh, Laura surrounds herself with like, uh, she's using butter, her, her uh, husband's butter career as a stepping stone to like politics, whether it's the governorship or the, you know, being mayor, ultimately governor of Iowa. Um, she says the liberal media is against butter. That's why it's not mainstream, which I thought was funny. Uh, and just a detail, she hosts Camp Butter, which is a butter-based um, uh, charity that helps kids with uh, Down syndrome. And she's telling the group of children, uh, you are the little flashlights in a dark world that help us find our car keys. Yep. And one of the girls, the little girl turns around, she's like, what? <laughs> I
0: thought um, that
2: part was really funny.
0: Yeah. There, um, there's, some, there's some really... Like there's some genuinely funny lines in this movie, that it, but they are all sort of just throwaway. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I will say, I went did uh, I went down to Texas to help my buddy Miles move to uh, a tiny town called Shiner because um, he's going to be working at a brewery down there. Um, oh, awesome. and uh, they make really great beer so check out that's that's one of my plugs this week is uh, Spatzel Brewery they make Shiner it's delicious what
1: um, part of
0: Texas is that? Uh, it is central uh, like I don't ah oh god it's hard to explain it's central Texas but it's between San Antonio and Houston and it's about okay. an hour and a half from Austin um, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere like there's 2000 people there and uh, and, like, you go five miles in any direction and you hit another town that's about a thousand people. <laughs> it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in between is just ranches on every side. But on the way down, I will say uh, that, that whole comment about how uh, the liberal media is against butter, um, I got to say that's kind of bullshit because we were driving through and we stopped at a hotel in, um, in Oklahoma on our way down. And they didn't have butter at the fucking continental breakfast in Oklahoma. I know. It was so what did they have like vegan butter? It was like they didn't they didn't have any spread. They didn't have any like not even like I can't believe it's not. Uh, it was like it was ridiculous. I couldn't uh, we we got we made the waffles in the in the waffle maker at the at the Continental breakfast. Uh, mm-hmm. and they didn't you couldn't spread it with butter. It was I don't I I was distraught
1: you anyway. should know that Jackson is a butter connoisseur is yes that, uh, is that correct
0: I I would say so um I I would put butter on anything if I could and I do um, and I think that's that's a process of me being from a small city in the Midwest but we'll see um, but
1: let me ask you this what does the butter add because like it doesn't sound like appealing to me just like rubbing some butter on like I don't know, anything. Uh, give, me, give me, like, your take on, like, okay, what so it,
0: it adds. This is, for me, salted butter is is the top tier. Like, that's, that's the best you can do. Uh, you. And that's pretty much the only way to go. Unsalted butter, you use it if you're going to be, like, if you're going to be baking or something or uh, making other food. But if you're going to just put butter on something, it has to be salted. Uh, because the flavor of salted butter is, like, sweet cream and like caramel, it's hard to explain, but it is. Uh, it just kind of adds a, a nuance to shit that you kind of never thought would. I don't know. You ever put? Uh, you ever put just like straight up butter on a muffin? Like it yeah. doesn't matter what kind of muffin, it's fucking delicious. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. Uh, if anything is ever dry, add butter to it. It makes it better. Honestly. All right
1: yeah add butter on anything yeah yeah jackson's platform
0: put butter you on it
2: you have to have an advanced palette quinton oh i see i'm yeah. sorry um, all the nuances
0: you know like portlandia the whole like, like portland like put a bird on it um mm-hmm. madison has put butter on it i think gotcha um yeah my favorite portland slogan is moving to portland won't solve
1: all your problems
0: yeah yeah <laughs> That's my favorite Portland slogan. Uh, the dream of the 90s is alive in Port- Portland. <laughs> no, it's alive in Portland. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, so um I think right here we're uh introduced to uh Kristen Shaw. She's
1: in this movie. She has just a little part where she plays like a
2: Oh. Uh, uh, she's
1: essentially playing Mel from Fly the Concords. Yeah, where she's like a massive like fan. of uh, the Picklers, Mm -hmm. and she's, like, a little bit crazy, Mm -hmm. which is essentially her character of Mel with the Fly of the Concords band.
2: Yeah, Um, and uh, Bob is uh, being talked to by one of the judges who's uh, for, like, the Butter uh, Association. I don't know what it's called, Um, but his name is Orville, uh, which is appropriate to the. And uh, he's like, you know, uh, you should step down. You know, you've had it for the last 15 years, Bob. You've been killing the butter game. How about give somebody else a chance? Uh, you know, you can be one of the judges now. You could join, like, the other, other side of it. And Laura is very upset because she still wants to use butter as a vehicle to get into,
0: ultimately, the White House, I think. Mm-hmm. She's using butter for clout. Yeah, butter for clout. I bet uh, you could make a vehicle out of butter. All. Um. Never mind, that was a dumb joke.
2: <laughs> it's okay. We'll, we'll cut everything out. Um, yeah, we're not even recording right now. Uh, and then uh, it's introduced that uh, Caitlin is their daughter at the uh, picklers house, and they, they live in like a big mansion. like butter yep. has been good to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, there's this 25 year old woman who's their daughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how old she was. She was supposed to be like 18, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah Ashley think Green. she was to be in high school. Uh, she, this is filmed in, this is from 2011. Um, she was like a mainstay in the, in the Twilight series at that point. Uh. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. She yeah. She plays Alice in, in the Twilight mm-hmm. series. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And she just, she does not look like a high school student. <laughs> Do we you know um, how
2: old she was when she filmed this? Uh,
0: but that was uh God, that would she's, be she's like thirty in this movie. Seven <laughs> years ago, so she would have been twenty four.
1: Okay, yeah, she she uh, looks it. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, real quick, another like kind of age thing. Uh, my sister and I we were watching the first uh, Halloween movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. and she like had never seen the movie before, and like. She sees the scene where Jamie Lee Curtis is in a um is in a high school and she's like, wait a minute, she's a student? I thought she was a mom. <laughs> <laughs> she looks so much older than everybody else. <laughs> You're like, this is a prequel to Freaky Friday. This is the first time it
0: I think yeah. I think everyone in the eighties looked like they were twenty years older than they were though. Um mm-hmm. especially the men, because you look at you look at a dude and as soon as he grows a mustache, it's like, oh yeah, he's he's always forty-two. Uh, even mm-hmm. if he's like, even if he's like twenty-five or something, he will yeah. always be a lot older.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's because those those Russians were putting radioactive isotopes in our water to uh, <laughs> age, age us prematurely. Yeah, so every dude um,
0: looked like Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, okay, so Bob is agreeing to like step down, but then Laura is pushing, and she's like really in it for herself more so. Uh, I thought it was funny they had a detail in their in their house, like above their fireplace, is a portrait of Laura, like centered in a throne, sitting down, and then Ty kind of almost cut off by the frame itself, like standing behind her, her throne.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Didn't th- notice
1: that. Yeah, just.
2: Oh, that's the dynamic of the marriage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a bit he's a bit uh, meek and sort of uh, like doesn't really stand up to her. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh,
2: there's nothing I can do. You know? He's soft like yeah. butter. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh after they have an argument he goes off to a strip club where he watches his favorite lady tokyo rose uh her real name is brooke but she's yeah. played by olivia wilde yep. um and God. she's like just trying to milk him for uh like her rent money like my rent is 550 plus utilities like uh giving him a lap dance uh and um so then he pays to have sex with her in his blue minivan, and uh, Jennifer Gardner uh, finds where they are and crashes into them with a Suburban. Which should have killed them, probably. That, now, that would be a, a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, she, as, as revenge for something in her mind. Yeah. Uh, so then,
1: I think right here we're introduced to Destiny, who is
2: kind of like our hero,
1: yeah, yeah th- I was talking to Tim about this, but it sort of shifts like who the focus of this movie is like 10 15 minutes in between um because we begin with like Jennifer Garner doing uh narration and we think this is like her story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then we switch to uh Destiny who is uh, like a 10-year-old um black uh foster child played by uh I want to say the name of the actor because yeah. she's very prominent and w- is on Blackish. She's on Blackish. Um, uh Yara Shahidi. Yara Shahidi, yeah. So yeah. shout out to her because I think she did. She
0: did a good job for like what she was given. Like yeah, like, she mm-hmm. she was really good. She was my favorite part of that movie. Yeah, uh,
2: definitely. She did a good job as a tender old. Like she's about ten in this movie, right? Or, yeah. Or playing ten, or eleven. They keep she. Yeah, she was she eleven. it around. When they yeah. filmed it. Um, I believe she's in the movie Littlefoot that's coming out.
0: She in that? Uh, uh, she. I don't know. Is, she's not. Yes, uh, she is. I know that yes. she's not Guangi. That's uh, that's LeBron James. Yeah. LeBron James. I, I saw the
2: I saw this video. <laughs> You're re- referencing the, the song. <laughs> yeah. Zendaya is Beachy. <laughs> yes. Th- that's a good... For some reason, like, on Twitter, like, all, like, these big A-list uh, comedians were, like, retweeting this. Like, they loved it. Yeah. I, and I think it, it's a solid piece of work.
0: Gabe Gundacker um, is very funny, and he puts, much like uh, a Twitter favorite Demi eBay uh puts way mm-hmm. too much work into into tweets um just just for dumb jokes we're like he he oh, produced yeah. a song for a stupid tweet <laughs> uh, uh and he went through all that work but it is incredible um yeah. everyone's a day is michi lebron james is Guanky. Um, um i danny devito is Dorgle. Dorgal. <laughs> <laughs> yes that is true <laughs> <laughs> Common a stone keeper
2: yeah all right uh, um, anyway Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Yara Shahidi, um, plays Destiny. Uh, she has only one name, uh, her moniker, like Cher, um, or Rihanna, she's Destiny, but she's a a foster child living in Iowa, surrounded by white people. She's the only black person. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, one of the boys turns to her at school and says, you know, black people. And she's like,
1: Yeah. They're pretty cool. Okay. I have an issue with this scene. (laughs) I think, like, any person of color, if you told them, if you were set in in an environment where, like, a person, like, if you were a female and a boy told you this, like, hey, I think your people are really cool. I don't think, like, the first instinct is, like, oh, let's, like, be best friends. I think you're a little weirded out by that. Like, you know what I mean? Did
2: they become best friends?
1: Yes. He is, like, he is then seen together, like... He goes to their. He doesn't really have much of a role, but this kid is like seen at their house whenever she's showing like the presentations, and he's at the state fair at the end.
2: Okay, I was I was so confused by that actually. Like I did I did not catch that. I thought when I see him at the the her foster parents' home Mm -hmm. later, I thought he was their son.
1: No. Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) I oh like oh did I miss them say that they had a son? Okay, there he is. No 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 no. This is the this is the white boy that said like hey I think black people are cool. And they just, Oh, okay. That, that, yeah, that they did not develop a friendship at all. Yeah. I... They did not show them becoming friends at all.
1: Yeah. Fellas, let me just say this. Let me phrase it this way. Your opening line to a person of color should not be like, Hey, I think your people are really cool. If you want to be friends with those people, yep you know, don't do that. That's, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Uh,
2: I will, I will forgive, uh, a 10 year old for, for saying this, uh, true, true. because I, I work at a, a childcare center, And that's pretty accurate. They say stuff, just anything like that. Okay, I'm saying this
1: to, like, 20-year-olds that are, like... Oh, yeah.
2: Hey, if you're a 20-year-old trying to be friends with a 10-year-old girl, (laughs) here's what not to do. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. just step one, don't.
2: (laughs) Um, All right. (laughs) But then, like, she, like, looks around, and, like, the whole class of,
0: like, little white kids are, like, like, big grin, like, Joker smiling at her. Yeah, Yeah. they're they're kind of, yeah. uh, I think... I don't know, I've, I've been hearing more about this, but the the white people smile, um, where if you're trying to be nice to people of color walking down the street, and you do like a kind of, uh, there's a thing that white people do, <laughs> um, where yeah. you just kind of, you kind of, it's almost like a grimace. Um, it's not really a smile. Uh, is it this? Hold on. Yes, that is it. <laughs> you are correct. Um, <laughs> it's kind of Sorry, op- I'm just showing
1: this. I'm showing this picture to this is not work for audio, but it's just this woman who's making this face where her eyes are like really wide open and her brow is furrowed. yeah, and it's sort of like a neutral smile like a little bit past a like neutral face and it's, it's like, almost Why you a, like like this face.
0: It's almost like an yeah. apology for other yeah. white people um, sort of <laughs> as you're walking down the street. Um, and that's what it's supposed to look like, but yeah, anyway yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs>
2: so yes. destiny after like uh you know failing uh to I, i'm i'm not putting this on destiny all of her previous foster parents failed to take care of her i should they're say they're
0: fucking horrible like all of yeah. her pre- they're the worst she
2: and she's like uh like white people are crazy uh one of her mothers has to, uh her like go into the pharmacy and buy klonopin for her mm-hmm. oh no no like like tell tell them you have anxiety, and they'll give you this. Um, another another one are like nine year old uh, like a na- nine year old man and woman who both die on the same night mm-hmm. and are taken away carted away in an ambulance uh, amongst other things. But she finally lands um, at Alicia Silverstone and Rob Corddry's house, uh, which sounds like a pretty good time. Yeah, yeah uh, it's a good couple. Yeah, no, I, I liked couple. them in this movie. I thought they were. I thought the portrayal was like, a, you know, like a cute
0: family. Yeah, yeah. I want Rob Corddry to play weird dad more often. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good weird dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, and um, she's she you know, like I'm not good at anything. I don't really have any interests. And they're like, oh well, if you ever need anything, just let us know. Um, and she then voices her interest to enter the butter competition. Um, so Rob Corddry takes her to sign up, uh, I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit. Yeah, it's it's We're running a little bit behind. Yeah, so there's a sign up, uh, for the, uh, state butter competition, uh, in Iowa City. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Laura Pickler wants to enter herself since Bob is not going to do it since he wants to retire. She's like, fine, I'm going to, like, maintain the legacy of this butter family and, and enter it and win it myself. And And next, uh. Kristen uh, Schaal. Kristen Schall. And then Destiny.
1: Yeah, because she's just uh, such a fan. She wants to do it, too. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> Destiny signs up. Mm-hmm. And last, uh, we then get uh, the hooker. I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the name. Brooke. Brooke, yes. Brooke. Or Tokyo Rose. <laughs> yes, a- Asian-American actress, <laughs> Olivia Wilde. Mm-hmm. The
2: Tokyo Rose. Uh, well, she does have um, uh, Ghost in the Shell
1: hair. Yeah, that's true. I think that's what they were going <laughs> for. Um, mm-hmm. But I might be just projecting this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the uh, Tokyo Rose was, like,
2: the actual woman was, like, a propaganda- Japanese propagandist during World War II mm-hmm. who would, like, uh, try and get American uh, soldiers to feel really homesick. And that was, like, her whole shtick. She would, like, broadcast, like, isn't America great? And, like, being with your American... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's just the quickest thing. But, um, yeah, so Brooke only signs up to piss off Laura Pickler. And uh, Destiny really wants to enter and win. Because um, she is actually really good at butter carving. She's kind of just a natural genius at it um and also cameo by phyllis from the office who's uh Mm -hmm. like the the registrar or whatever you call it yeah i thought the scene uh before destiny goes into the the building to register was really cute where uh she's going back and forth with rob cordry about like she's a little nervous like what could go wrong (laughs) they're talking about oh it could be you know they're just making stuff up there could be a dinosaur in there that will eat you like, or the gravity will reverse and you'll bonk your head on the ceiling. And like in the outtakes, I think, oh, I could walk in and it could be a Republican National Convention or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I like the chemistry between those two.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then I think it shifts over to uh, the uh, butter carving competition on the state level. And uh, Destiny and, it, like creates um, like a, a statuette of like Harriet Tubman riding on, like, a physical train for the Underground Railroad, and Kristen Shaw makes a... She's not skilled, so she just makes a crude basket of kittens. Oh,
0: I thought... Which, so, while it, while it was happening, I thought she was... I, I actually thought... This is me misremembering it. I thought she made, like, a cat in Mount Rushmore. Um, I
2: thought that's what she was going for. Like, in the construction, like, as she's, like, in process, it looks like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agreed. Which would have been awesome. Um...
1: <laughs> Yeah, cats great.
2: And, uh, but it turns out Laura is actually like pretty good, like <laughs> in terms of like making butter sculptures, but she makes, I think uh, her and Caitlin and Bob sitting, like praying at a dinner table. Yeah. Um, and she's like, uh, trying like parallels, like God and butter and family all go together. Mm-hmm. And then at the last second, uh, before like time's up, Brooke walks in, uh, her nipples are very erect in the scene and the boy scout the troop of like 10-year-old boy scouts are like like just following her around the building yeah i'm and sure it's very cold in that in those like refrigerated units it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. um and then she she makes uh the scarlet letter she just like uh uses her finger to trace an a and then colors it red with mm-hmm. her uh her lipstick. lipstick um and then when uh she gets up to give a, her acceptance, her speech about her piece. She's wearing, like, uh, a thrift store uh, church dress, uh, talking about how she found a new man. I like this scene, seeing uh, uh, Ty Burrell kind of squirm around, how, like, Brooke is talking about how she has a new man in her
1: life. And then she's like, Jesus. Um, yeah. Because uh, the hooker is, or Brooke has been, like, kind of uh, harassing him, saying, like, you owe me $600 for the sex that we had. Mm-hmm. And... um this is also part of the motivation of the reason why she wants to, like, yeah. mess with uh, with Laura. Yeah, she only enters, yeah, to piss
2: off Laura. Um, but then is surprised when she gets third place. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Destiny has, like, a really impassioned, well-spoken speech about, uh, you know, the legacy of her ancestors and, like, uh, in the country and like the pilgrims and harriet tubman and And whites and
1: blacks working together Mm
2: -hmm. yeah uh and then laura pickler has to follow that and she kind of like stumbles over her words and then kind of results to like uh dog whistles like (laughs) racist dog whistles to like like you know what butter is about you know what this competition is
1: about i hope you vote correctly (laughs) uh (laughs) Like, Um, she mentions, like, and this is, like, really awful about how, like, you know, she doesn't really have any talent, so she has to resort to using the race card uh, to, like, make herself seem, uh, like, she's talented to the judges. She, like, mentions that to Kristen Shaw.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's talking about Destiny. Yeah. How Destiny is uh, basically, yeah, yeah, uh, making herself seem better than she is by playing the race card. Yeah. A 10-year-old girl. Um, Awful. (laughs) And, uh, yep. but Destiny ends up winning this competition. Yeah. And everybody's super proud of her. Uh, Laura Pickler is steaming mad, goes home, and, uh, is shouting with Bob about, like, uh, she says something about, like, this little Afro girl. Yep. And then the Caitlin, their daughter, is like, Dad, are you gonna say something? And, uh, I thought it was funny because, uh, Laura Pickler's like, I, it's not my responsibility to keep track of what they're calling themselves these days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and, um, <clears throat> yeah, she's just in denial that she, she could have possibly lost. Um, and then I think that's when we're introduced to uh, Boyd Bolton. Yep. Who is uh, Hugh Jackman, who uh, plays, like, this meathead car dealer. Like Laura was shouting at Bob, like my daddy was right. I should have married Boyd Bolton. The he has a Mm -hmm. successful car dealership. Yeah.
0: Um, And yeah, and it turns he
2: was looking.
1: Yeah.
0: It's yeah, it's Hugh Jackman doing a a a bad uh, country accent, wearing yeah wearing uh, cowboy boots and like a cowboy hat. And yeah, you wait, you were you gonna say something about how he looks like shit? um, Yeah, he looks like
1: really like. Really husky, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, correct me if I'm wrong. I've never been to Iowa, but I feel like they don't really have Southern accents. Uh,
0: you go. I mean, you go anywhere outside of a large town, people have people have a country accent, um, which is not a Southern accent. But he was doing people. People have like a twangy kind of like they drop their they drop their G's and they they like the it's it's different, but, yeah, he was definitely doing, like, an Alabama, like, southern kind of accent, um, yeah, which isn't quite right. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So she was, like, uh, Boyd and her were, like, together in high school, and she goes over uh, to seduce him at his car dealership in his cowboy hat. And immediately, he's, he's like, horny
1: as fuck. <laughs> Say, oh, Laura, you look so good. He, like, always breaks accent whenever he talks about Laura. He's like, oh, yeah. Laura,
0: Laura, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but... apparently okay. Apparently, uh, Wolverine and X-Men Origins, or so uh, X-Men First Class uh, came out the same year as Butter. So I don't know how the fuck that happened. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he mm-hmm. did only have a cameo in that movie, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Um Tim's
1: got a mouthful of donut right sorry.
2: now. Here we go. This is, what, this is why you come to this podcast. Um, yeah, so she seduces him to, like, gain his favor. Um, but first we see, like, uh, like, she leaves, and then he's, like, having a private cool-down session, sitting in a bumblebee, like, a yellow bumblebee Camaro at the dealership,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and he's just praying to God, like, You know, like, dumb guy prayer with, like, hey, God, how you doing? Uh,
1: And he's saying this into, like, a recorder a la Agent Cooper from Twin Peaks. Yep.
2: (laughs) It's like, hey, God, you're so cool. Thanks for sending Laura to fuck me. Uh,
1: You know, you're an awesome guy. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, but also, parallel to while this, like, sex scene is happening, there's another sex scene that's, like... This one, to me, like, really pissed me off in this this movie, where it's... um, Brooke comes over to uh, find... Their daughter, what's what's her name? Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah, she's like throwing and,
2: little rocks at her window.
1: Yeah, she goes into her room, and uh, she's like, all right, where does your dad keep uh, keep his money? Because she plans on taking the money. Mm-hmm. But uh, she ends up having sex with the daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to address the elephant in the room here, because I mentioned this after we watched this, guys, is that this movie was produced by uh, Harvey Weinstein. And mm-hmm. this is not the first Harvey Weinstein movie we've actually watched. The first mm-hmm. one was Burnt. Um, but... I feel like it's it's maybe stretching, but it's within the realm of possibilities that someone like Harvey Weinstein could have said like, "Hey, you know what? This movie needs more sex. I want to see a sex scene between the two two girls in this, and uh, maybe it went on longer because like he's known to like have like you know extended sex scenes that where he just keeps the the mm-hmm. full scene and they maybe cut it out or shorten it. Mm-hmm. But I just found this like scene really gratuitous and like just gross. I don't know. What do you guys take?
2: Um." i didn't find it gross when i saw it okay uh it like narratively it kind of makes sense uh with like the whole suburban critique and like the daughter's like oh you're everything i want to be and i want to get out of here and but yeah i could see what you're saying um because there is history of that i don't know if it's confirmed for this movie but definitely for like uh selma hayek and um frida yeah that was definitely the case where she was like coerced into it um I don't think anybody's coerced on this movie, but yeah, I hope not. Jesus. Um, but yeah, uh, also, um, Brooke does end up charging her for the session. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at first she's asking $600 from the dad and then later she's like, you got that $1,200. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, later we see like them hanging out at high school cause Brooke is just hanging around her just to get the money. Uh, and Caitlin's talking about how, like, oh, we should move off together. Just, like, being, like, kind of, like, a teenager about it. Um, just, like, oh, we should move in together. And she's, like, styled her hair to look like Brooke and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, like, the whole Brooke's side story just drops off. It's really like, that's weird. that's kind of the
0: end of it, really? Well, I mean, she buys, uh, like, she goes to the daughter to get money from, mm-hmm. the like, the money that she's owed. And then she buys... Oh, her, her
2: uh, means of transport is uh, like a orange child size huffy, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah,
0: um, but like, yeah, she uses the money that she gets from Kristen to buy like Destiny some tools, but that's it.
2: Yeah, uh, like a set of like twelve hundred dollars
1: knives. Uh,
2: knives to yeah. carve the butter.
1: Tim made a good point before we were recording that like the knives weren't really like an issue for Destiny because no, she never mentions yeah. like oh I need better tools right?
2: Yeah, no. like if if they had set it up where like. Laura, because uh, she has more money, she has, like, oh, the better tools, so she's like, gives her an advantage, and Destiny's like, oh, man, I wish I had some better tools or something. Because um, she, like, she wins the competition without advanced tools, or so we were to believe. Um, and then later, like, it's not really mentioned. Laura Pickler doesn't say, where the you know, where did she get those nice tools? Like, like what's going on here? She, she never brings it up. Like, nobody brings it up or acknowledges it. So, it really doesn't seem that important. Like, I think if you just cut out the whole Brooke so, uh, side story, uh, uh, Destiny could have won the competition just using the tools she's been using.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It just kind of seemed unnecessary, or they could have tied it in better, or, you know. Yep. It, it shows Brooke is kind of like. Brooke never really changes as a character. She's just always trying to um, get personal revenge against Laura. Absolutely. Uh, yeah it's just kind of i've under underdeveloped in that respect
1: yeah She's yeah
2: um but we see uh the fruit of laura's uh seduction uh is that she gets bob i mean uh she gets um boyd uh to come in uh to the butter uh judge's office to say like uh, read a note written in the inside of his his cowboy his ten gallon hat God, about so how uh, stupid. he he uh, helped Destiny carve
1: uh, carve her uh, butter statue when nobody was looking, which is it seems like how because it's like open. Sort of like the public can like watch every
0: second. Yeah, yeah. Working.
2: It was day daylight like throughout the whole competition. Yeah, it's like a, a, a few hours of carving during the mid of, middle of the day. Yeah, yeah.
0: And Destiny's um, Destiny's parents are outraged, and they're like, "What the fuck is this? This is so stupid!" And then they still decide to do like a rematch mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because the butter council is stupid. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, I I do feel like that is somewhat accurate. No, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no shots fired at better yeah. councils. A little no, bit right. of shots fired.
0: You're um, definitely right.
2: But yeah, like even yeah, in I think in real life, even if the little girl agreed, like because she agrees to do it, because she you know she's gonna whoop whoop Laura's ass again. Um, but it'd be like no, no, little girl, we're not gonna entertain the silly notion. No, you won fair and square. That's the end of it. But mm-hmm. we needed to have like a big climax to this movie.
1: Um, so the it then is a showdown between the two at the Iowa State Fair. And, guys, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Fair Food. Oh, or yes. Or County yeah. Fair Food. Oh, yes. Because, oh, boy, do they have some uh, delicious and also disgusting um, creations. Oh, I love it. Uh, so I have pulled up right now the top five most iconic, um, voted by people from Des Moines, um, Iowa State Fair Food. So coming at number five is probably a Jackson favorite, deep fried cheese curds. Hey. Uh, that's a Wisconsin Lichetto.
2: classic. It, yep. Is a curd cheese like what is a cheese curd?
0: Yeah, it's it is cheese. So it's um, curds are the first like product of the cheese making process. Um, you get your curds in your way after you add the rennet, the the basically the bacteria that splits it. Um, and after most cheese, what they do is they take that curd and. They treat it again, or they press it into another shape, or they add some more stuff to it to make it into cheddar or whatever. Um, But these are just, like, the literal, like, they're little nuggets of cheese, and you can buy them in literally every grocery store here, and, like, fresh ones at farmer's markets and um, whatever, yeah. They're delicious. It's a good education. You're and welcome. then
1: coming in at number four, we have a hot beef Sunday. I'm gonna show hot, this picture to Tim, beef. Tim mm. and also to Jackson. And essentially, what Ooh. it is, it's it's not an actual like they just added beef to a Sunday, but it's a play on that where they add mashed potatoes and put um, cheese and gravy and a cherry tomato on top to make it look like um, a Sunday. It's
0: like a KFC famous bull, but with beef.
1: Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, There's a picture over here I'm looking at of Mike Pence enjoying one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. All right, coming in to number three. This one actually looks pretty good, a peppermint bar. Oh, yeah. That's good. It looks like uh, peppermint ice cream uh, sprinkled with, like, Oreo cookie. Actually looks pretty decent. That does sound good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip through some of these. Um, Let's just go to the next one that looks great. Uh, We have a pork chop on a stick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me some of that deep-fried county fair food. Mm-hmm. A whole-ass pork chop. Fuck, uh, yeah.
2: Did I talk about that substitute teacher I had uh, who, who like ate a pork chop? It was God. second grade.
1: What like, <laughs> the fuck? So, like, ate ate a pork chop during class. Oh, we're talking about a, a, a substitute teacher we had pre- previously name-dropped on this podcast. Uh,
0: oh, shit. Seriously? No, no,
1: no. I think so. <laughs> uh, I don't think so.
2: Like I, I, I don't know this guy's name.
1: Oh, okay, never mind then. Okay, continue.
2: Yeah, this is like in second grade. He was eating a pork chop on off the bone, just with his hand, holding it with his like his his, his big old hand. That's he a- also.
1: Follow it up with a gallon jug of milk? Yes. Okay, yes, I remember this now. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: This yeah, is a weird man.
1: Yeah, a gallon of milk. Uh,
2: uh,
0: so I will say, I have eaten me. pork chops with my hands before, but not in public or at school. Um, or in that is a thing that you do. Yeah, that's a thing that you do in the privacy of your own home or bathroom. Um, yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't eat a pork chop like that in, pro- in public.
2: He's like standing over us eating a pork chop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so, fair foods. Um, you guys have a favorite one, or any memorable ones, or any hot takes? Uh, um, I remember ha- eating a deep fried Oreo, which was actually like pretty good. It's mm-hmm. a classic. classic. Yeah, it wasn't. It was like too. It was good. It wasn't like too much. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't love hot dogs. I'm. I'm. If if it's like a natural casing all beef hot dog, I'm more inclined to it. But I love a corn dog. I think that anything uh, like covered in corn batter and deep fried is delicious. Um, walking tacos, I'm a big fan of. You guys ever had a walking taco? No. No. That? That? Uh, it is a bag of a uh, bag of Fritos that has been split open, uh, split open on the top, like you cut a hole in the top, mm. uh, and then you fill it with uh, chili, cheese, uh, like green onion salsa basically everything that you'd put on it in chili. Uh, and it's called a walking taco, and it's delicious. I know what you're talking um, about now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the So I've only been to the Wisconsin State Fair once, uh, and I don't really remember it that well, uh, because it's in Milwaukee and we never really go to Milwaukee. Uh, but I have been to the Minnesota State Fair a couple times, because i got a lot of family that runs it or doesn't run it but like volunteers at it and stuff and every year they do like they announce like here's all the new crazy shit we're gonna have uh and i'm just gonna go through some of the stuff they had this year including nordic waffles uh which is like a thin uh norwegian waffle that is filled with cheese and eggs and bacon uh sounds delicious uh, mm-hmm. This one is upsetting to me: pepperoni chips with roasted red pepper queso. Thinly sliced huh. fried pepperoni chips served with a warm roasted red pepper cheese sauce. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> mm. um,
0: <laughs> uh, it's like spicy in your stomach. You can yeah. Do <laughs> uh, turducken sausage sandwich. Um, <laughs> it's a, It's just a turduck, It's it's a turducken hot dog basically. Um, and it's side uh, with a side of like uh, Indian pickle.
1: Is it really Truducan if it's probably just like all the ground meats of those just put together yeah. in a casing? That's not no, really traducan, really. guys. That's just a sausage. It'd be better uh, if they like
2: had a sausage inside a sausage inside a sausage. There you go.
1: That's a traducan sausage. Thank there. you.
2: Yeah.
0: So <laughs> the Green Mill, uh, the Green Mill, which is a chain of uh, diner fam- slash family restaurants here up in the Upper Midwest. Uh, was serving za waffle sticks, which is waffles blended with pepperoni and mozzarella, topped with Parmesan Zaw. herb blend, and uh, and served with pepperoni-infused maple syrup. <laughs> um, uh, zesty PB&J sausage. Oh, uh, my God. What's zesty? Oh, God. Oh, God. It sounds so bad. Um, yeah, and those, those those are just from this year. Um and there's a uh, yeah. There's always new crazy shit going on. Like fried butter. That's that's a classic. Um, it's literally and fried just butter a, or fried Kool Aid. It's have. a stick of butter
2: that is deep fried. Yeah. Uh, and you bite it. It's delicious. To all our international listeners, I bet you're jealous. You don't live in America right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, hey, we got it all. It's not necessarily fair food. Have you guys ever had a kulikle?
2: No. Ta-da. What is a kulikle?
0: It is a jar of pickles that has had, uh, Kool-Aid added to it. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> it's, so it, it, like, it kind of has to be the red Kool-Aid, um, and it mm-hmm. dyes the pickles red. Um, but it is, it's like surprisingly good. Like it turns a dill pickle into a sweet and sour pickle, um, or like a, uh, like a sweet pickle, which, uh, yeah, I don't know. Give it a try. It's delicious. <laughs> Yeah. How do you spell cool-dickle? <laughs> it's cool <cool-ickle>. Uh It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool-dickle. Uh, it's K-O-O-L-I-C-K-L-E. Okay, cool Yeah,
1: uh, nothing was coming up when I typed in
2: cool-dickle. My, uh, <laughs> uh, like, oh. my <laughs> sister and I were at um, Six Flags a while ago, Six Flags Magic Mountain the theme park, um, and they, one of the stalls was selling pickles in plastic bags, like a little plastic pouch. Oh, yeah. You could get a... a a one-off pickle. Um, mm-hmm. She she likes those big-ass pickles, uh, and I just like she, she bit into it and she's like, "This is not as good as I thought it was gonna be." No, the
0: ones in the uh, the ones in the plastic pouches are typically like they're heated to shit, um, and any pickle that is heated too much is like soggy and like floppy, um, which is not mean. as it should be. But. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm starting to get into pickles. Like, I'll
2: have pickles on my sandwiches now. I was Hell like yeah. an anti-pickle guy, but I am I enjoy the, the little accent it adds now. They're
1: delicious. Yeah. I constantly will ask uh, my girlfriend if I can have her pickle that comes with her sandwiches. Mm. That's always the best kind of pickle.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Deli Spear. Oh, yeah. All, uh, right, all right, let's wrap
1: this thing up. Oh, yeah, where, where, where are we? Uh, <laughs> County of LA, uh, the Des Moines-Iowa uh, State Fair.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the butter competition is the talk of the whole fair, and everybody's super excited about it. Um, and uh, Destiny and Laura are competing in uh, um, refrigerated boxes uh, so everybody could watch them as they work. And, um, oh, previously we should ad that Destiny found out that her birth mother died um, and she got a picture of her and she's like she takes it really well for being a, a little girl she's kind of I guess used to this kind of thing happening to yeah. her um, but you know she was just she wanted to be with her mom but it's you know but she, at least she's with a good family now mm-hmm. but uh, so her uh, sculpture is of her mother in like a rocking chair holding her as a baby and uh, you know, just something that's really meaningful to her. And uh Bob gave Laura some similar advice. You need to put some heart and soul into your uh butter statues. So she makes the assassination of GFK out of butter. She makes the convertible and uh uh Jackie O like climbing clambering over the chairs to like help her dead husband. Yep. <laughs> Even, like Has a giant hole in his head. Uh, I really liked uh, the representation of that. It just seems so, like, uh, dark and funny. Um, So, meanwhile, like, you know, uh, overnight they have to let the butter set and it'll be judged the next morning, but Boyd sneaks in to sabotage uh, Destiny's statue uh, to win Laura back. But, again, this is kind of, like, Underdeveloped, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like there's there was no real follow up between like him lying and then now he shows up here.
1: I also yeah. imagine they didn't actually get Hugh Jackman in this scene where it's like they just got some body double and had him like voice like hey, phone in his lines. Yeah, could you email us your like audio
2: file if you just recorded this in this one line in your like, uh, like hotel bathroom real quick and yeah,
1: because <laughs> he's like all dark. It's like all dark and you don't really see his face and he's just like self-narrating to himself like he's praying to god yeah, yeah. and i was like he, they definitely did not show up for yeah. this
2: like dear god don't punish laura for this oh wait you already knew that yeah or something like, uh, but yeah he he takes a blowtorch to the baby's destiny baby's face and like melts her face mm-hmm. uh and um so it, it you know destiny's worried the next morning everybody sees that the baby's face is melted and uh rob cordry uh, starts, uh, verbally harassing, like, the butter judges, saying, like, this is ridiculous and how bad butter is for you, and, um, so he's trying to, he doesn't really stick up for Destiny, I think he's just venting about how much he hates butter. Um, but, uh, and she ends up winning. Surprise, surprise, Destiny's still the winner. Um, because they interpret, like, the melted face as some, like, poetic art about, like, uh an unloved child who, like, never found, like, her identity or something. Um, mm-hmm. But Destiny is like, you know, it was just a picture, a statue of my mom, but they liked it. Uh, but she tells Laura that, uh, you know, this is not the only thing you have. You're, you know, more than this as a person. Mm. And gives her a hug. And Laura, uh, I think, is comforted by that. Um, so the power of love wins the day. Which, uh, also, Brooke is there, and I she... Witnesses this, and I think she—I don't know what lesson she learns. Maybe she learned that lesson. I don't know. Her character was kind of just eh, yeah, forgotten. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's like she gets adopted. Uh, D- Destiny gets adopted. Um, and then they had that moment where it's like uh, she's unpacking her suitcase, and she like in vo- voiceover is like, "And I'll never have to repack that dumb suitcase ever again." And then it kind of holds on the suitcase for like a couple beats. I'm like did we see that suitcase before?
0: Yeah. yeah like once that. it's
2: sort of, it's yeah. underdeveloped about it. And then um, again, like they didn't really establish that was like a huge motif of her. Like, um, uh, you know, not being able to be like set down roots anywhere. Yeah. And, but they kind of play it like that. Like, Oh, remember this thing? Like, no. Oh shoot. <laughs> alarm am <clock> going off. <laughs> Come on, Quentin. We're professionals. Hey, uh, it's 1015. I got to have my alarm go off. Yeah. Um, time to wake up. Uh, but, uh, and then Laura, it actually is revealed that it wasn't Bob who was running for governor, it was Laura at the beginning of the movie. So that we've caught up to the, uh, back to the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's running for governor. And then, like, Destiny's voiceover is like, and if she wins, I'm gonna go down the governorship. I'm gonna go down there and
1: you know, beat her ass or something. Yeah, that also felt a little, like, kind of phoned in. Yep. Yeah, like, why? Like, <laughs> it,
2: why is Destiny trying to go against Laura? Like, she kind of didn't thought, really view her as a rival or yeah i thought they yeah. just made up and now she's talking yeah. about kicking her ass so i was like it's oh, yeah. very okay. weird like she's saying like my dad says like rob portry says that she like appeals to the lowest common denominator um but i think people really like her uh and if she wins i'm gonna kick her out, kick her butt i think she says yeah um which again like kind of seemed a little tacked on i think mm. i was like
1: why it was like i thought the result
2: uh but yeah so that was
1: butter. Let's get into the ratings then. Uh, who wants? Okay. Uh, rating system. Who wants? To, I'll run this down real quick. Okay. God tier, S tier. You know, triple A plus. Uh, we have. I'd like to speak to the chef, and we've only given that to one movie. Jackson, I gave you the poster for this movie. What movie is this?
0: Uh, it is John Favreau's Chef.
1: Okay. Thank you. Uh, below that we have an amazing movie that deserves your attention, and we give that I'll have what Phil's having. Cause mm-hmm. You want to have what Phil uh, Phil Rosenthal is having? Yeah. Uh, below that you have uh, three Yelp stars. Solid movie, good, not great. Below that, take it a go. You know, you know, you might like it, you might hate it, you might have it on while you're doing laundry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then below that, uh, altogether, gentlemen. Uh, check. check, please. Yeah, okay, great as always. <laughs> and even below that, we've given that our shit tier rating, and we've only given it to one movie. And what movie is that? Tim. Waiting. Yes, sorry. Excuse me, I had... Oh, um, Jamie, I had this, this tea. Ugh.
2: Yeah, Waiting, starring Ryan Reynolds, Andy Milonakis, and... Justin Long.
1: Justin Long. Yeah. Ugh. Terrible movie. Yep. All right, uh, <laughs> let's start with... Uh, how about... Me, because I picked this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'll take this uh, uh, check, please. I didn't like this movie at all. Um, I wish I wish the movie was just about destiny and her character was a little more fleshed out and it focused just on her. I think I would have liked the movie a lot more, but that's my take. Uh, I think all of the suburbia like critiques is like very boring and not that funny, but that's just me
2: uh I'd like this a little bit more, I think this is like uh a, a fun rental to watch with uh maybe not your parents but your friends uh so that that would be like uh take it a go
0: um yeah i think i'll i'll go uh check please too i didn't really i didn't really enjoy this movie it was kind of it was very forgettable it felt like th- there was a lot of comedies that came out in the uh in the early twenty tens that kind of feel like this where it was like kind of a satire and didn't really have a message uh, and wasn't really thought out very well I th- yeah I think destiny was the best character in this movie which is a which is a good thing but she wasn't in it enough um so yeah uh check please
1: all right with that let's get into uh recommendations all so right. in this part of the podcast we recommend um, a restaurant as well mm-hmm uh, I did not think of a restaurant, so who wants to start <laughs> I got one? I got stuff. F- Alright, Jackson, go yeah. back. Uh,
0: so Thanks I just back. went out to Texas, which you guys heard, um, and I stopped at a couple places that were really great. I really loved Whataburger. I thought Whataburger was fucking fantastic. Uh, they had this thing there called a, a Monterey melt that was just a shit ton of melty cheese and like fajitas on a burger, on like two burger patties. It was so fucking good. Uh, and their fries are delicious and they have good sweet tea, etc., cetera, et cetera. Uh, We went to Black's Barbecue, which is the uh, longest running single family barbecue in Texas. Uh, it is, yeah, for like 80 something years. Um, really delicious. It is expensive. It's like it is fresh beef barbecue. So you're going to be paying for that. But uh, if you can go down to the original in Lockhart, Texas, fucking go there. It's really good. Brisket. Uh, short rib, hot links, turkey, everything that you want. They have it. Uh, It's really delicious. You can buy like frozen, like whole frozen smoked chicken. Um, And then uh, I'll do one in Madison too. I I may have talked about it before. Sala Thai, which is a cash only Thai restaurant uh, on the east side, Fair Oaks Avenue. It's delicious. It's just in a little house. Uh, It's run by um, four women uh, who are just really, really fantastic. They make amazing curries and stir fries. and uh, Yeah, very good food. Got it for takeout last night. Check it out. Nice. Salatai.
2: All right, I'll go with my plug. Um, you should check out in Pasadena, if you ever have a chance, the uh, Stone Brewery uh, kind of outlet store. I don't know what you call it. It's like an outlet store, almost, bar. Um, it's Stone Brewery. You've probably seen their... Uh, uh, A little bit more expensive, but nice beer. I like it. Um, And in Pasadena, near Old Town, they have like a a merch store where you can go try like a huge selection of like different flavors and stuff. Um, I tried one called the Berliner, which was interesting. It was super sour. Um, When you sniffed it, it kind of smelled like pee. But (laughs) the flavor was like, uh, I compare it to like unsweet citrus soda. Hmm. So I'm mixed about it. Uh, the Tropic Thunder was good. Um, so yeah, check out uh, Stone Brewery in Pasadena if you're in the in the area. So those are typically
0: uh, called brew pubs or uh, tasting rooms. Okay, uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah,
2: you could get like flights and stuff, yeah. and they have like shirts and and like candles and bottle openers.
1: And, yeah. Uh quick tangent. I was actually at uh, the Stone Brewery like. Restaurant that they have in San Diego, which is massive. They Whoa. have it at like a an outdoor mall. I was visiting a good friend and listener of the pod, uh, Bennett Pearson, who does the intro of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. Um, I didn't actually eat at the restaurant; I just walked through it because it's huge. Um, that's over at uh, Liberty Mall out- Outlet Center or something. I think it's called. Anyways, uh, my recommendation: I just ate at a at a Thai restaurant, also related to Jackson. Wait, um, uh, it's called Jitlada.
0: It's oh, located shit. in
1: Little Armenia in Hollywood. Um, it's very good. It specializes in southern Thai food. It's got a massive, massive menu, uh, which you can find, like, all sorts of stuff beyond the typical fare of, like, you know, pad thai and pad and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the walls are covered with art from uh, Matt Groening because he loves that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome um so definitely visit that uh, yeah. jonathan gold loves it that's a la uh, classic rest in peace rest in peace jonathan gold mm-hmm. um yeah so i'll give it to jitlada nice. oh and also you know listen to our podcast write us a review for god's sakes
0: yes please subscribe mm-hmm. uh hit us up if you're from the netherlands we still haven't received any emails from you i want to know who the <laughs> fuck you are yeah mm-hmm.
1: 75 or it could have been 75 different people or it could have been like one person who listened to our podcast 75 times <laughs> yeah oh if uh, not if that was if it's that case we don't maybe want to hear from you okay yeah, yeah. maybe not it might be a little crazy
2: yeah. from
1: uh oh hello on broadway
2: they're talking about their audience their two viewers are a cat uh who is just looking at a uh, tv that's been on for like hours <laughs> And somebody's house cleaner who doesn't know if she's allowed to change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's us <laughs> in yeah, podcast yeah. form. Uh, okay, yeah. Check me out on Twitter at Demic Tim. Uh, follow the Foobies podcast on Twitter. Submit fan art, and <laughs> I want you to draw like what you imagine we look like. I yeah. know there's like pictures floating out there, but just we want your interpretation. Rem- yeah, like, remember when we, we used to like.
0: talk about Rule Thirty Four? Maybe not that kind of stuff, but uh, Yeah, maybe I don't want to see you guys like that. Maybe <laughs> draw us as like Muppets um yeah, or that'd something. Be nice. mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, we want your deviant art. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> our roles like draw us how you would imagine our roles in a in a kitchen would be.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Like who's the chef? Who's mm-hmm. the rat? Who's, <laughs> who's the rat in the hat? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um yeah, who's the waiter. Well, oh, I would say probably the linguine because you're the tallest.
2: Yeah, I, I get that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the rat. Um, anyway. What uh, yeah, you all your rage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Jackson Rody. Uh You can find all my anti moth memes. Um, fuck those. I'm with you. Fucking I'm with you on that. Dirty rat birds. They're terrible. I hate them so much. Uh, they're covered in dust. What the fuck is that? Uh, and, you, and you can follow me on Instagram as well. I haven't posted it on there in a while, but um, it's a good place. I like Instagram. Uh, and yeah, and follow us on Facebook, obviously.
1: Yep, and uh, follow me on Twitter at Chino Latino Q. I recently got into watching Yu Gi Oh OG series, <laughs>
0: and who oh boy, is that is that show crazy? Oh um, man, I like tweeting about it sometimes. <laughs> Ziad, my roommate, my ex roommate Ziad uh fucking he watched the majority of the first couple seasons that's a lot of fucking episodes you gotta commit to first of all oh um, and they
1: like dual one duel will take like four episodes yeah
0: and it shouldn't uh, have to it should only pe- take like one people always talk shit about dragon ball uh taking forever so does Oh, and it's fucking ridiculous because they're just throwing cards at each other uh mm. anyway um yeah so also check out Ziad's account too because he's fun <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> I guess I'll plug Zod. All right. Uh, follow me. Subscribe
2: on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what my channel is. But
0: <laughs> there's no videos on <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll find Ziad somehow. Um, and Tim Tim is on there. He he doesn't comment mm-hmm. anything. He rarely likes videos. You'll get nothing out of it. But mm-hmm. Bubba, a sur- subscriber can't. He yeah. just
1: likes. Uh, What's that guy? Name? Ray William Johnson videos from. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. I was, right. I was so I so into that. <laughs> <laughs> we all have stuff we're not proud of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, let's let's close this podcast. Yeah. Okay.
2: So to close out, we clink our glasses and we say "Provecho," which means "Thanks for dining" and "To your health." So on three. One, One two, three. Provecho. 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 Movies will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, Find him on SoundCloud at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J O N N Y.